Relying on someone who doesn't know you or your situation to give you specific financial advice is just plain dumb. That's why everything said on this show is just helpful information. If you want specifics, give us a call. All opinions expressed here are ours. GenWealth Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. Today on the Get Ready for the Future show, we focus on your God-given financial purpose. As retirement approaches, it's important to step back and take stock of what your life is to be when you're no longer working. We're up on the Get Ready for the Future show next. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. Welcome in to everyone on the Get Ready for the Future show. It's John Shrewsbury in the, uh, I guess you'd call this the anchor seat, wouldn't you, Chad? Since Scott is not here this week and uh, Janet's gone, I, I think I'm occupying uh, Mr. TV announcer's anchor seat, right? That's right, and we got some big shoes to fill over here. That's true, that's <laughs> true. Uh, Chad Roller from uh, the Bryant office of uh, General Financial Advisors is with us today, as is Charlie Skinner from the El Dorado office. Welcome, Charlie. Thank you for having me. It's good for you to be here and Teresa Arago from our West Little Rock office. We just run all the regulars out today and put in a whole new cast and and I'm somehow have taken over. I was just thinking about the fact that we've got someone from several offices, which is not normally the case, which is really cool this morning. Yeah. And so we're we're excited to uh, be talking with you a little bit about something that goes all the way back to the foundation of GenWealth Financial Advisors back in 2005, where we actually, when we formed the company, we created a mission statement for GenWealth. And that mission statement for GenWealth is to provide wise, knowledgeable counsel through trusted advisors in order for our clients to realize their God-given financial purpose in their lives and to assist them in leaving a legacy for years to come and for generations to come. That is our motto. That is our mission statement here at GenWealth. And today on the show, we're going to talk a little bit about that God-given financial purpose. We're going to swerve from our our normal uh, discussing of retirement income and, and all the aspects of all the financial aspects of retirement. And we're really going to drill down on what retirement needs to look like for you going forward. Because Chad, you know, there are a thousand things that people think they want to do in retirement, but soon after retirement uh, begins, uh, you you have this situation where mediocrity kind of sets in, and and you have you get back to a more regular mundane life. Yeah, you, in life happens. You know, we just come out of a, a holiday weekend this past weekend, and and everybody has kind of got some extra time off. But but then what do you do when you don't have to punch that clock in coming in after another holiday weekend, and just every day is a holiday weekend, and and you know what do you what do you do with all your time? Yeah, and that's that's the the challenge that a lot of people have because retirement is is kind of created in this uh, dream picture. When you think about retirement and when you think about uh, what retirement is going to be like, you think about these these pictures of couples walking hand in hand on the beach in some you know luxurious place or something like that. But Charlie, we work with people whose lives really aren't like that in retirement. Uh, they really are just kind of living life, right? And- People, people get ready to retire and they plan for their retirement, but they never plan retirement. They just plan to get to that point. And once they get to that point, they're kind of like, what, what do I do next? I've got, I've got no purpose. I don't, I don't get up and go to work anymore. I don't, I don't know what to do next. 
So I want to kind of introduce this concept, Teresa, as we kind of go through this and, and talk about Kate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate is a, a is a retiree. She's a former healthcare executive. She had a real successful career, and that enabled her to retire at the ripe old age of 53. Now, I can oh, wow. say that because I'm 57, and, and mm-hmm. so retirement at 53 uh, really is something that, that people kind of aspire to today. They'd love to retire and be able to do things that they uh, don't think that they would be able to do in their in their later years but in reality her post work life was not really as successful yes she found that you know she just lacked what she felt like was purpose you got to think when you were working full-time you have this work family you know we joke about work wives and work work husbands but it really is that way you spend more time sometimes with your work mates than you do your family during certain aspects of your life and so when you let that side of yourself go if you don't have something to replace that like we always talk about you have to retire to something if you don't have something to replace that then it does leave a hole socially for you yes and and that uh, retiring to something is something that I uh, speak a lot with my uh, especially my male clients who are mm-hmm. looking at retirement uh, they they will come in chat a lot of times mad at the boss mad at the workplace mad at everybody at the workplace and they just want to retire and I say, yeah, you can do that. You can retire from something, but you've got to retire to something. Your life has to have purpose beyond that. Exactly. And so it's kind of like every day is a Saturday. So right now throughout the week when you're you're so busy with work and, you know, you got to get from A to B constantly that your schedule is full. But then on Saturday you wake up and you're like, well, I don't have to clock in, but what am I going to do? And then you still want to try to find purpose in that Saturday. So I, I know a lot of times when, when I don't have plans on Saturday, yeah, it is to kind of w- be good to wind down, but it's really good to be able to plan something out and be able to be uh, even even get something done on a Saturday even, while you know you got to go back to work on Monday. But when that retirement comes, every day is Saturday. Yeah, and that you, when you said that, it makes me think of something. Uh, my dad's scenario, just recently he retired, and, and now he's kind of like, you know, there's only so many times I can mow the yard. He's trying to figure out what he's going to do next. I've heard John say that. There's only t- so many golf games, so many fish you can catch before you're going to run out of motivation to do that particular task or it gets old. That's why, you know, I keep hearing the word over and over again, purpose. And it's in our mission statement, too. Your retirement has to have purpose. And, Charlie, I think that uh, you brought your dad up. If you take someone who was vibrant, active in the community, engaged in work, engaged in, in activities other than, than work outside of, uh, of his work life, to suddenly just pull the plug on that and go, okay, go to the house and have a seat. Uh, talk a little bit about what happened uh, mentally with him, uh, you know, from a psychological standpoint. How's that, how did he struggle with that? Yeah, it, I mean, it's a it's a culture, culture shock to you because you come in, you've gone to work every day for the past 38 years, done the same thing. Your purpose is in work, and that's that's your sense of satisfaction or or. Uh, uh, completing something, but but now that he's not working, it's just like, oh my goodness, I don't know what my next step is. So he's trying to figure out whether he wants to move or go somewhere else or or find something else to do as far as work. Uh, it's it's we've planned to get to retirement. We haven't planned retirement yet. So, so he kind of has this boomerang uh, retirement. It, it uh, he was working, then he retired, and now he's thinking about actually going back to work just to have something to do. Just to have something to do. And I've recently experienced something similar. Um, obviously, I hadn't been working 37 years, but uh, I just recently took a week off. And during that week, I was just like the first morning. I got up, started getting ready. I was thinking, man, what 
what do I do next? I can't imagine what it would be after 37 years. Well, let's uh, let's go back to Kate for just a second. Let me go share a, a thought that she had uh, about this. She said, I thought that everything would be fabulous because I was still young and could do all the fun stuff I wanted to do. One of the things I didn't consider was while I was still busy after I was retired, it was just task-driven existence. I, I wasn't doing the things that gave me satisfaction. And I failed miserably at retirement because I hadn't given any thought to what I would do when I was retired. That's the issue that we're, we're talking about today on the Get Ready for the Future show because, sadly, Kate's experience is very common among retirees. Absolutely. Tasks can be things that bring you fulfillment, but not all tasks are fulfilling. So the key to that planning for retirement, not just planning the financial side, but your emotional side and your time is to make sure that you've got some purpose that you can bring that joy out of and that you can find joy in. And sometimes those tasks are easy to find. Sometimes those activities are, you know, maybe a part of something you didn't do previously that you can pick up something you've always been passionate about, but you've got to be able to define those and it's better to do it before you're at retirement. Absolutely. And so we're going to get deep into that today and ask you the question, what is your God-given financial purpose on the other side of retirement? You have to think about that. And it has to be something that's not just making money or it's not just living the good life. It has to have some meaning to it. And we're going to get deep into that as we go through the show today. We thank you for being with us. You can follow us on Twitter at GenWealthFA, at GenWealthFA, or you can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash GenWealth. You're listening to the Get Ready for the Future show. We're back in just a couple of minutes. Stay with us. Don't touch that dial. Straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money is right around the corner. The Get Ready for the Future show returns after this. Life can be so busy, it's hard to even picture retirement. That's why you need somebody you can trust who will paint that picture and help turn dreams into reality. Plan, personalize, and protect your future with the team at GenWealth. Call 877-341-7355 to schedule an appointment. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From GenWealth Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing. We want to welcome in Charlie Skinner, who is making his debut on the fastest four minutes in investing here on the Get Ready for the Future show and on social media. And uh, Charlie is one of our key players in our investment strategy team that looks at what's going on in the economy and the markets and helps us to uh, basically select the investments that we use in your portfolios here at GenWealth. And Charlie, if we get any question at all, it is when is the next next big downturn going to come. And a lot of times we have to tell people that it's all driven by recession. And we watch for recessions a lot with some information that LPL Research gives us, which is essentially called the over-index. 
Right, right. And a lot of times things are changing the market, but if they're opportunities and they're not recession-based items, we don't even really pay attention to them. We look at them as opportunities to buy as opposed to, to freaking out on the motions. On yeah, the, the, the blip in the market that uh, turns out to be nothing, the, the ones that we want to look at are really the ones that uh, are going to create a problem. And, and when it comes to recessions, uh, we can look at, at three indicators, overspending, overborrowing, and overconfidence. And those indicators give us some degree of knowledge of knowing that when those reach a certain level, as you see on the screen here, in that red zone, that's where the danger zone is as far as the recession is concerned. And right now, we don't see a lot as far as danger is concerned for a recession. Right. So they take the overspending, the overborrowing, and the overconfidence and create their own index. And there's a red period there, as you see on the chart again. And once it hits 75-ish, that's kind of when you're in the danger spot. And we're nowhere near that. We're looking at around 44. Yeah, around 44. A lot of room to breathe as far as a recession is concerned. But we're also late in the cycle of, of the economic cycle. As we know that the economy runs in cycles, and, and usually that cycle is about every six or seven years. This one is in particularly elongated, and so we're uh, very vigilant on what's going on in the economy and the markets. And our research from LPL Research uh, on the five forecasters of the end of the of the economic cycle, basically two of them have shown up yellow. There was one yellow earlier. Now we have two of them in the yellow position. Right. The first one was the treasury yield. So they were watching the 10-year treasury uh, yield curve. Where was that at? It was moving really fast and the 10-year had actually gotten up around 3.11. It's back down around 2.66 now. But that's something that they're keeping their eye on. On there. It's not on a heated or elevated status, but it, it's kind of there in the middle. Uh, second of all was the market valuations. We had the market went up really fast, you know, right after tax cuts, but has come back down a little bit and the earnings have improved. So that's kind of helped the valuations, but we're still on watch on that one. We are also looking pretty good on the leading economic indicators, uh, those five indicators that, that really kind of drive the economy. The the market breadth, which basically is the the positive uh, market performance of stocks versus the negative market performance, and also the purchasing managers index is looking good. We do have some concern about the yield curve and about the market valuations. We will keep watch on those, but that's very indicative of a light late cycle economy. Right, and it's kind of an anomaly because in the past four, five, six years, we've had a lot of growth, but it's been really slow. So it's kind of just prolonged this this recovery. So we think that there's LPL research still believes that there's plenty of room to go. Absolutely. And so we will uh, keep a watch on it for you. But these indicators, the over-index and the five forecasters, are all kind of bellwethers for us here at Gen Wealth Financial Advisors to help you and help us stay on track with this moving economy. That's the fastest four minutes in investing. For Charlie Skinner, I'm John Shrewsbury. Have a great day. The road to financial independence isn't easy, but it starts here. Back with more financial wisdom from the Gen Wealth team after the break. You're listening to the Get Ready for the Future show. Now back to the Get Ready for the Future show from the Gen Wealth Radio Network Studios. 
We always love connecting with you at a Gen Wealth Academy workshop, and we've got one coming up on June 19th at 6.30. It's going to be at the Crown Plaza in Little Rock, and you can go ahead and go to GetReadyForTheFuture.com forward slash events and register for the Roadmap to Retirement. I love doing Roadmap to Retirement because it is a uh, it is really for all ages. If you are anywhere along the, the time continuum, if you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 50s, 60s, 70s, we've got something for you at Roadmap for Retirement. I agree. I've been meeting with a lot of people in their 30s, and I'm trying to encourage them that the sooner you get that plan on paper, on purpose, and you know where you're headed, the better off you're going to be. So I've encouraged them to go to this one especially. Gen Wealth Academy workshops are always free of charge, and you can register right now at GetReadyForTheFuture.com forward slash events, or you can do it the old-fashioned way. You can give our office a call and speak with uh, one of our client introduction specialists, Anna Olive, or also Ginger Young. They can take care of you uh, to register for the Roadmap to Retirement. It is coming up on June 19th, 630 at the Crown Plaza, brought to you by GenWealth Financial Advisors. We're talking today on the show about achieving your God-given financial purpose and having a purposeful retirement. Before the break, I talked a little bit about Kate, a former uh, healthcare executive that retired and just really felt like she failed at retirement because it didn't give her the satisfaction that she was looking for. She retired at 53. And frankly, she ran out of stuff that was fulfilling to do. And Charlie, I think there for a while, uh, Kate experienced uh, some some euphoria about retirement. And, and it's kind of called in the industry, we've kind of uh, coined the term that it's the retirement sugar rush. What does that mean? Right. So so I read an article about this the other day, and it was actually talking about how people feel this sugar rush right when they retire. So they've done all these things. They get to the point where they retire, and now they've got stuff to do, and they do it all immediately. But then it's like, what's next? So their happiness drops. Their depression could sink in, and and that's when you end up having marriage problems and, and arguments between the husband and spouse. Yeah, when you when you take a look at, at uh, the statistics on this, they they are kind of scary. Sixty seven percent of married couples experience increased marital conflicts in the first two years after retirement, and and one that's even more scary is that retirement boosts the risk of depression by by forty percent. And so, Chad, it is a dangerous time when you think about it from that aspect of from a mental health standpoint. Absolutely, because you think about 67%, and we're not talking about 27-year-olds, 30-year-olds. We're talking about 60-year-olds and even in the younger 70-year-olds when some people retire. So you've got some people that have been married for a long time that now they're spending a lot more time together, and now they're trying to wade through Am I, you know, some of those concerns, some of the emotional concerns about money, the longevity of money, health health also. I mean, you think about Mm -hmm. how health changes even after retirement and then you start throwing in some marital problems that can be that can that can really steal the joy out of out of what you're trying to build up for. Chad, you said 67 percent, right? Right. Think about that. That's that's nearly seven out of 10 people or couples that those numbers are huge. That's that's crazy. But let's think about it. You know, you you go to work with a lot of people uh, all day, every day, and you come home and you spend some time with your spouse. But, mm-hmm. you know, the spouse is, is busy doing, you know, work around the house or whatever the case may be. You may be busy doing work around the house and your interaction is is somewhat limited uh, in in a normal working type uh, time frame uh, of a couple. 
But then all of a sudden you are retired and you're thrust together 24 7, 365. That's a culture shock for just about anybody. And you think for those couples who haven't thought about what they're going to do together in retirement, they haven't planned those activities and the things that they want to pursue together, that does create some tension. Maybe his plan requires a lot of travel and her plan is to be home and do something different or vice versa. You've got to get on the same page, not only with your financial goals, but with your time spend goals for retirement to pre- prevent some of those problems. Of course, here at GenWealth, we're going to help you put together and design a solid plan for your money in retirement. But even if you've accumulated plenty of money and you've got sufficient funds in your retirement bucket, experts are really beginning to to acknowledge that retirement is more than money, which dovetails, Chad, with what we've been talking about all in the month of May, just this previous month about your retirement should be more. And that's uh, the name of our forthcoming book. Your retirement should be more than just investments. It is more than just investments. Absolutely, John. You think about last year, you know, if you're retired and you've been retired for a couple years and, you know, the S&P did, you know, did really well last year and everybody got some real good returns, but that wears off. That sugar rush Mm -hmm. wears off. And so, Returns on your investments, typically, I don't know very many people that returns on your investments are going to cure some of this uh, couple's experience. Charlie, I think a lot of people are so focused on money and and being sure that, that they've got plenty of money in retirement. They somehow think that that equation of plenty of money equals a happy retirement. Right. And, and money, money does give you options and, and, and gives you the path to things that you can't do, but it, it dang sure can't buy happiness. If you're at home with, with a million dollars in your account and it's just you and your wife and you don't have anything to do, you're arguing, you're depressed. That's not going to get you anywhere. That's not a healthy retirement. Well, I think you've got to have that that purpose in there. And I know that sounds kind of uh, almost touchy-feely, sort of almost mm-hmm. new age. Well, I've got to find my purpose or whatever. But really, humans are designed, Teresa, to have an intent. And we, we call it at GenWealth your God-given purpose because we believe that, that God has endowed everybody with a purpose if they're still breathing oxygen on this planet. We do. And we talk about that a lot. If you're a GenWealth employee for long, I think you'll hear the word purpose at least three times a day, it feels like, especially at staff meetings. But that does extend into your retirement and understanding what's going to fulfill you and what's going to give you that that purpose, especially for men from the studies I've read, a lot of men derive their purpose from their employer, from what they do for a living, what brings home the bacon or whatever you call it in your family. And so when they retire, if they don't have something else that they can feel like they're contributing back to society, it's really hard on them. And I think women struggle with that too. You know, we wrap our, ourselves around different things, but in retirement, we need to feel like we're giving something back. God made us to do that. Chad, I think one of the biggest problems that I see as far as retired couples are concerned is that they don't have any kind of dress rehearsal. They don't have any kind of situation where they are heading into retirement, so they begin to maybe use up a bunch of vacation time and spend time together. Or maybe they don't uh, leave a full-time job and go to a part-time job and then spend that other time that they would have spent working when they're not at that part-time job spending time together. Because anytime you go cold turkey into a different situation, it can be really, really difficult. Well, and and John, that, that goes into the second thing that uh, they were showing in that study, that retirement boosts the risk of depression by 40%. And that's that's pretty critical. I mean, when you're talking about that cold turkey and, and going from – 
from A to Z really quick. Uh, you know, you get that purpose, you know, you have that drive every single day that I've got to get up and I've got to complete that task. And then all of a sudden I go, I go, I just go to the house and I don't have an appointment to get to at eight o'clock in the morning or be somewhere to be, uh, be running a company or, or completing a project or whatever. And then I've, I've got to figure out that purpose, that 40% of depression, that that's big. It is. And, and I think that, that if you think about, your whole life is wrapped up in work. That may be the start of the problem. Maybe mm-hmm. it starts way back when. Uh, and Teresa, please chime in on that because uh, oftentimes people live such a, a unilaterally focused life on their work. It's very easy to get super focused on your career and let that eat up all of your time, all of your energy, and then not leave room for other things that can bring fulfillment through whether it's service organizations, your church, um, volunteerism, those sorts of things really need to reenter your life, especially when you near retirement, if they're not already there to help give you some other sources for social interaction and for giving back, because those will give you so much joy in your retirement. Yeah. And Teresa, you pointed that out about once you start getting ready to retire. But I think I think the key here to mitigate this this problem is to plan it out in advance, because you're not always in control of what's going to happen. You may walk mm-hmm. in on a Monday morning they may cut you loose. And then what? You know, That's you're true. 40 years old. What are you going to do at this time? We've had those people who've been forced into right. retirement and, and they didn't have a plan yet. It happens more than you can think. You've got people in the workforce and, and one day the boss comes in and says, you're done. About half of the people who retire in this country retire on a time frame other than their own. Mm-hmm. Now, that could be a situation where you have a forced retirement because of work situations, or it could be a situation where you have a forced retirement because of a health care situation. Maybe it's your own health care. Maybe it's the health care of a spouse, something that you have to take off work for uh, because you have that duty to go and, and take care of that loved one. And that's something that, that I don't think people think about. And so they don't begin to prepare for that uh, possibility. And speaking of mitigating things in advance, you know, within couples, we talk about it all the time, how you need to keep dating. And when life happens, you get busy and you forget to pursue that relationship. That relationship hopefully will be there for a long time into your retirement. So you want to make sure that you're fostering that relationship throughout your working year so that when you hit retirement, you're not, you know, at home with a stranger all of a sudden. Well, and Teresa also, you know, part of that planning is to involve the spouse. Yes. You know, there's a lot of times that we see clients come in and and the spouse is just not engaged in the finances. Mm -hmm. You know, the other spouse has always handled all the finances, paid all the bills, made all the money. Maybe it's a stay at home mom. And she just says, you know, Hey, they take care of that. But in reality, when you start going home and you start seeing that 67% of the married couples are having these type of problems after retirement, that stay-at-home spouse that has never dealt with finances, she needs to know everything's okay. And that's why we encourage clients to always come in as a couple to sit down and know what the game plan is. And they can't cast that vision as a couple if they're not both engaged. And we as the advisor have got to know what that vision is to be able to plan properly. And Charlie, as they're talking about this, I, I'm remembering a, a client that you and I worked on uh, last summer, uh, lost her husband just suddenly and she really had no clue about the family's finances at all. Yeah, John, he he had always managed the finances. He had, gosh, I think by the time it was all said and done, he had 12, 13 different accounts at different places. Oh, and wow. she didn't know about half of them. She would be getting the statements in and bringing them to us. Now, is this something else I need to add into my plan? She didn't. She was just confused because it was out of nowhere all of a sudden. So I think if you come in husband and wife together 
and plan that out, it helps mitigate that risk as well. So how do you prepare for this fulfilling retirement that we all would love to have? How do you get there? Well, we believe it's with something called the three P's. Stick around after the break to learn how to restore purpose in your retirement with the three P's. And they are are literally a formula for you to avoid some of these pitfalls that we've talked about here on the show today. You can join us each Saturday here on the Get Ready for the Future show across the GenWealth Radio Network. We're going to continue our discussion with the GenWealth team in just a moment. Join us for one of our live events in your area. Go to GetReadyForTheFuture.com slash events for a calendar. More of the Get Ready for the Future show after this. We've got Gen Wealth Academy workshops happening in your area. To find out more, visit our website at www.getreadyforthefuture.com slash events. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. We're talking about finding your purpose during your retirement, and it really starts even way before your retirement, as we've explained here on the Get Ready for the Future show today. Let me kind of set the stage if you're just joining us. Uh, Scott Inman is away. Janet Walker is on the eternal vacation. I think she's like, I don't know, taking 15 <laughs> weeks of vacation or something like that. 16 I've, states. Yes, yeah, 16 states. I, I don't know. She's she's touring In 32 the country. days or you something know, like that. She's like a rock and roll band. She's out on tour. You know, she's doing all kinds of crazy stuff. She'll be back. In a, in a couple of weeks, though. And uh, at any rate, we've got uh, Chad Roller from our Bryant office, uh, our insurance specialist, uh, joining us on the show today. Charlie Skinner has made his way from the Piney Woods of South Arkansas to join us as well. And uh, Teresa Arago from our West Little Rock office. We're here uh, just uh, kind of keeping things going as Janet and Scott have uh, taken some time off. But uh, we're talking today about getting your mind right about retirement. All all month, we're going to be talking about getting your mind right, the mental aspect of retirement. And we're hitting dead on an area that, that we feel like is a real problem, as that is people retire without a whole lot of purpose. Yes, and, and Janet, that's kind of, you know, I almost feel like it's bad that she's not here today because purpose is her favorite word and she uses it a lot in our training and in leading us. And, you know, we've talked with clients before about how you can only fish so many times. You can only play golf so many times before it loses its luster. And we talked about the sugar rush, how that's when you first retire, you're, you're thinking of all the leisure activities you're going to do. But have you taken the time to think about the long term plan for yourself and what you're going to do with your time in retirement? Well, and we've talked a a lot about the, the downside of retirement, but the upside is, is that you can overcome some of these challenges. And that is if you focus on the three P's and the three P's very simply are people. First of all, people obviously is, is a big deal, place and passion, people, place and passion. So let's talk a little bit about how each one of those uh, play into the equation here. Of course, we're social creatures. Us humans are social creatures. And so we've got to have that social interaction. And so when you leave the workplace, you're leaving behind that social network that you've come so uh, accustomed to being a a part of. Yes, Scott. I mean, excuse me. Yes, John, you have to stay stay, uh, connected to people. You have to keep going. You can't stop going. 
going and interacting with the people. If you stay at home, studies show that your expected expected life will go down, your health issues will go up, and you've just got to be connected with it. You've got to find groups to get involved with, stay involved with the church, and find stuff to do. And I think finding new friends, yes. you know, is is a big deal. There are people out there that are retired right alongside you. Yes, there's a whole crew of people. I've seen it here in Bryant that they go and do things together. They serve in the schools together. There's so many opportunities in most of the towns that I've been a part of to do things, to give back, to volunteer. And within that, you find your community and your community can help you work through and navigate these different this different world that you're going to be in in retirement. And Chad, I don't think that the, your current way of making friends, and that is paying them to be your friend, is going to work in that situation. Well, I've always struggled in the friend department, but you know, <laughs> and you, you don't have any on this income. show either, do you? I don't. I don't have very many, you know. But <laughs> but I, I'm thankful for those that I do. But no, you, you think about going from from high school to mm-hmm. college, and then out of college to being married, and then the, your friends are those that have kids that the same ages, and you do things together, and then you've got your coworkers who you probably communicate communicate more with some of your co-workers than you do any of your high school friends mm-hmm. or any of your college friends. And so then you get into retirement and now the high school friends are no longer there. The college friends are no longer there. Those, all the kids are grown, the kids activities grown up. So now how do you transition from that social group that you've had over those 30 to 40 years of working now into retirement? It's almost like you have that natural opportunity to connect with people in other aspects of your life that it forces you into those situations to create social bonds. But in retirement, you can isolate yourself if you're not careful. So you've got to be intentional to create those opportunities for yourself. I'm going to pick on Charlie for just a second because Charlie, I know, has Uh has lived in in several locations. Uh, Born and raised in El Dorado. I know you lived in Little Rock for a while. I know you lived in Fayetteville for a while. And I know you lived in Texas for a while. And there is something about getting back to where you have a comfort zone. And now you're, you're back in El Dorado running the, the uh, Gen Wealth office for us in, in El Dorado. But talk a little bit about that, that, that connection with people that, that you have commonality with and, and friends with. Yeah. And it, I've got friends all over the state. First of all, John. Uh, but second of all, <laughs> uh, in, in all that traveling and going sure? different places, meeting people, it's not the same as the connections that I had growing up in the, in the real tight connections that I had moving back to South Arkansas and getting back involved with the community and, and people that I know and and have family relationships with has been has been really really a good thing well and and that that good thing is is if you let's say for instance a lot of times people move away from their roots to take a job somewhere and that was important to them at the time mm-hmm. but that may change when when retirement rolls around Exactly. And and so you you may be going off to work somewhere else, but then you may want to make that transition back to the grandkids. And so then you've you've left all those coworkers, you've left that community, that church that you may have been in now to come back and have those grandkids. But as you know, grandkids are busy and there's only so much time you can chase those grandkids. <laughs> so uh during the some of the some of the days are still going to find you you got to find those connections out there that help you uh, in those so, uh, social uh, connections to, to help improve cognitive and func- uh, function and stronger immune systems and lower blood pressure. Those types of social connections can help lead to that healthier lifestyle. And John, one of those things that are going to help you have those social connections is your ability to get out and your ability to have the finances in retirement, yes, lead to that. 
But if you have those finances and you don't have those social connections, you're still not going to find that that true joy. If you're living paycheck to paycheck in retirement or meaning that that you're just basically getting by because you didn't save up enough money, uh, then that limits you socially. It keeps you from getting out and, and engaging with people. I know people who are taking trips with, with friends and family, and, and they just have a healthy lifestyle. But then those, I find, that are are struggling from a financial standpoint because maybe they didn't build up enough in their in their uh, 401k plans and things of that nature, and they they basically are just living on essential income. They don't have the money to travel. They don't have the money to engage. That sort of feeds into what um, Charlie was talking about earlier when he said you plan for retirement, but you don't necessarily plan to retire. I think if you don't factor in the things that you're going to need to do in retirement and you just assume you're going to be paying your bills, that doesn't give you enough wiggle room to have the social life that you have the time to do in retirement. So your advisor needs to know what do you want to do? What do you plan to do with your time to really plan that properly for you? As with people, it is best that you think about your place in retirement before you retire, not after. So ask yourself, why do you live where you live? Was it your career that took you there? Did you move for a better school district and now that that issue is totally irrelevant because your kids are grown and gone from home? If you want to stay put, that's fine. But should you maybe think about downsizing your house? Should you maybe think about renovating your house for maybe future needs? All of those things tie into this this place part of the solution. So we've covered people. We've covered place. Now, let's also talk about passion, which is another one of Janet's terms that she loves to talk about because she her her life motto is live every day with passion and purpose. Mm-hmm. And so since you're the the female in the room, I'm going to let you take off from there. Thanks, John. Uh, when we talk about passion, what I think of is first for me is those things that life kept me from being able to do. Maybe there's something you wanted to do that maybe it wouldn't have paid the bills, but it's something you've always found a joy in. You know, for me, working out is something that I really enjoy doing. And I would love to help other people pursue their exercise goals too at some point in my life, but that's not where I'm at right now. I got too much going on to, to stop doing what I'm doing now. But, um, you know, maybe you've always wanted to learn to play an instrument. I, there was a guy when I were, went to First Southern here in Bryant, when I lived here, he learned to play the violin when he was 70. And every year he would play it for us at our Christmas banquet. And it was such a joy to watch him learning and growing in his instrument. And it brought him so much joy and passion too. Right. And Teresa, you said that about passion. This is this is probably my favorite of all three of the P's because I, I do have a passion in what I do. I really mm-hmm. enjoy it. I love it. I can't imagine being retired because I enjoy it so much. But but what gets you fired up? What's that one thing that makes you want to go into work every day? Uh, based on the article I just read uh, earlier this morning, it was talking about 52% of Americans do not enjoy what they do. They don't, That's they don't actually, and, and you know, I think it would be higher than that, honestly. I think you're probably right, but I'm with you. I couldn't imagine working somewhere that I hate. Right. We're very blessed not to have that situation, but I know there are people that do. So, so once you get to that point in retirement, it, it gives you an opportunity to kind of rein, reinvent yourself, mm-hmm. kind of start over. What do you want to do? What do you enjoy doing? And, and some people call that work retirement because you get to that point and you want to keep working, mm-hmm. but you want to do something that you enjoy doing. Yeah, that shift from what you've had to do to make a living all this time to doing what you want to do. You know, it, it is what I like to call, Chad, making work optional. 
Absolutely. And and we hear about clients all the time. We try to get a hold of them. They're overseas on a on a mission trip or, you know, we, we hadn't heard from them and it, we're trying to get a hold of them and they're not calling us back for two weeks. And all like, well, you know, I've been in so-and-so or and, mm-hmm. and that's just so cool to be able to see some of our clients be able to go and do those things on an extended period of time and not have to worry about anything. And it, it's really to hear them come back in the office and explain what they've done and how much joy they've had. It, it, it's really been great. And, and Chad, it, sometimes it's not big things like that. Sometimes it's the smallest things. I had a guy that just recently retired and he is fixing up his house. He's building a deck. He's building a patio, uh, all kinds of different things on his house. He's building a shed and he's, he's staying active. He's enjoying these things. They, they can be expensive, but he's not off living the high life, taking big cruises and just wasting it. He's spending it, you know, reinvesting into his house for his kids. Guys, I I know I said this at the top of the show, but I think it bears repeating. As retirement approaches, it's really important to just take a step back and take stock of what what you really want your life to be like when you're no longer working. It's like having a blank canvas. It's like Mm -hmm. you get to paint the picture in whatever way you want to do it. Not only will this self-reflection help you focus your mind, but will also help your advisor in tailoring your retirement income plan to fit exactly what it is that you're looking for. When we do the income for life model, we've got the opportunity to do that. Exactly, John. And that's that's the thing. It's not about returns. It's not about the big nest egg. And that helps. But if you don't have the purpose behind it, then the true joy comes in when you develop that purpose and that passion. Give us a call, 501-653-7355. We've got offices across the state of Arkansas ready to help you here at GenWealth Financial Advisors. Again, that number, 501-653-7355. We're back in just a moment. Your retirement should be more, more than just investments, more about you, and more Get Ready for the Future show. Stay tuned for more. got questions we've got answers email info at get ready for the future.com with your name location and question to get a response on the air from the gen wealth team now back to the get ready for the future show if you've missed any part of our show today or any other of the Get Ready for the Future shows, you can catch us on a podcast on Apple iTunes or on Stitcher. Uh, you can go and look it up under the Get Ready for the Future show. And also you can search for Gen Wealth Financial Advisors and we will pop up on the podcast. And you can also check it out online on our website at GetReadyForTheFuture.com. We've been talking today about uh, the first installment of Retirementality of Getting Your Mind Right about retirement. We've been talking about finding your God-given financial purpose in retirement. We don't want you to retire just from something. We want you to retire to something. And we find that that is a real problem for a lot of folks. And so we've talked a little bit about the the cure for that. First of all, it is understanding that the, the proper equation for retirement isn't just money leading to a happy retirement. It is money plus purpose 
being a an equation for a fulfilling retirement. And then we talked about the fact that there are, are three things that you want to find purpose in, and that is the people that are around you, the places that you live, and the passion that you fulfill. And so it is a great kickoff to getting your mind right about retirement. And next week, we're going to have even more on this whole mental aspect of retirement. But guys, I got to believe that it's very hard for somebody to really lock in on passion and lock in on purpose if they don't know that the income is going to be there. We find that a lot of people have kind of two views when it comes to their retirement savings. Okay, They either feel like they don't have nearly enough or they feel like they are totally on track. But until you do a real review and you've taken the time to put your plan on paper on purpose, you really don't know. Yes, what you want to do in retirement and the passions you want to pursue are a factor in that. But if you haven't taken the time to make sure the money's going to be there, then all the wants in the world don't really get to come to fruition. Charlie, you work in, in South Arkansas where it's it's probably a little bit more common than in Central Arkansas for people to actually have a written retirement plan. In South Arkansas, there's really not a, a large number of financial advisors to help people down there. How important do you see it is to your clients to have something on paper, on purpose in regard to their retirement income? Well, it, it's, it's a complete... I, I, it's hard to put a word on it because I have people that come in and are just shocked. They look at it and they say, you do all this stuff over here. We just had an investment account. So once you start to dig into it and explain to them the Social Security aspect and <clears throat> the health care and the insurance and, and the income planning, they realize that it's about a bigger picture than just an investment account because you can go to any shop around the corner and just have an investment account. It is more than just investments. There's a lot more to retirement, Chad, and, and having the knowledge of where your income is going to come from, what it's going to take care of, and that you've got at least a strategy to try to keep pace with inflation over time is a big deal to people. Well, to see it on paper makes a puts it tangible, mm-hmm. something you can touch. You know, the purpose that we've been talking about, it, it, it's intangible. You know, you really can't put your hands on that purpose or, you know, you can envision it. But when you start talking about the money side of retirement, the, the finance side, you start putting that on paper. It becomes tangible, something you can touch. And that's where the plan makes a huge difference. And and you mentioned the plan, Chad. I want to point out that, that it's not just a one-time plan. Put it down, just yes. set it and forget it. Every year, we're going to change that thing. I call it the playbook. Because it's just like mm-hmm. a, we may call an audible next year and change something, but it's a living, breathing document. You're going to have things change, and, and that's something you've got to take into consideration. I was just about to say that it is a living, breathing document. It is uh, really, it's a three-ring binder, and Scott loves to say it's a three-ring binder that makes sense of the three-ring circus that is your finances. <laughs> but I think it's also a personal financial organizer. Yes, It keeps you on track with what you originally did with the plan. And Teresa, we've been in this, this bull market uh, for a long time, and we mm-hmm. talked on the show uh, a few weeks ago about the fact that that this bull market's likely to come to an end in the next year to two years or so. Mm-hmm. But when that happens, it's going to be really important that you have a foundation to go back to. The strategy becomes more and more important the longer you're in retirement because of those types of market control, you know, changes that we cannot control. They're going to happen. There's no investment that's always going to go up and not have pullbacks. But you're more than a portfolio. You're a person. So having a strategy is what's the key to your your peace of mind 
while you're accumulating those dollars, it's what keeps you on track. So you hit your goals. And then once you're in retirement, it's what keeps you from feeling like you have to focus on that every day so that you can pursue your passion with joy in your heart. If you're listening today and you're thinking, I'm about to head into retirement and I've really never had these kind of conversations, pick up the phone and give us a call at Gen Wealth Financial Advisors. We've got offices across the state of Arkansas and in Northwest Louisiana to serve you. Uh, absolutely ready to help you walk down this road with clarity and with purpose. The phone number to call 501-653-7355. Again, that's 501-653-7355. No matter if you're in Hot Springs, El Dorado, or in the central Arkansas area, that phone number gets you in touch with our client introduction specialist, Anna Olive, and she will help you to actually work through and match up the right advisor with you and your spouse to come in and sit down and talk about all this. Now, guys, if that is still too big a step to make right now, you still would like to kind of find out a little bit more about what we're talking about. You can do that at an upcoming Gen Wealth Academy workshop. We've got one coming up on June 19th at 630. It's called the Roadmap to Retirement. It's going to be held at the Crown Plaza in West Little Rock at 630 in the evening. You can go to our website, getreadyforthefuture.com and register. But Chad, that Roadmap to Retirement really is uh, a, a, a comprehensive workshop that helps just about anyone who might be wanting to come in and talk about retirement to know where to start. Exactly. There's different phases in life and there's no too early to start mm-hmm. in, in, in building that roadmap. Even if it's just basic, simple, you know, hey, I've got some debt. I need some life insurance. I've got this at work. You know, how do I need to uh, best set up my work with my outside investments? Even those clients there that are just getting started and they want to be on that road and they want to actually have a clear picture other than just having a bunch of products. Because, John, how many times do we see clients that just come in and say, well, I've got this? And you ask them why. And I know that's got to frustrate them because you look across the table at them and they just don't know why. Yeah. That, that's true. And uh, the why is what we'll talk about at Roadmap to Retirement, because there are certain, uh, we'll call them way stations along the road to retirement. There are certain things that you need to do in your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, and your 60s to prepare for retirement. And then over into retirement, there are certain things that you need to do to be sure that you stay on track, to be sure you're not heavily penalized because you missed a deadline for, with the IRS or something of that nature. It's all very involved, but it's all something that we're going to map out on this Roadmap to Retirement Workshop, June 19th, 630 at the Crown Plaza. Give us a call here at GenWealth 501-653-7355. You can actually call this weekend and tell us that you'd like to register for the Roadmap to Retirement Workshop and uh, leave your phone number. We'll call you back on Monday and get you registered for that Roadmap. Charlie, I think that, that as we begin to wrap up the show today, when you merge people and the the whole idea of the right place and the right passion with a purposeful retirement income plan, you've got the makings of a successful retirement. Right. You know, every type of investment carries some type of risk and no strategy assures success. But working through this process with a financial advisor, with someone who is experienced at guiding people through the the ups and downs of, of markets and retirement income and this type of IRA versus this type of 401k plan, 
all of that is Greek to most folks. But when you bring clarity to the, the forefront and you say, on paper, on purpose, here is what we're projecting your retirement income to look like. And oh, by the way, that retirement income is programmed to hopefully increase over time. And if we have the assumptions that, that we are looking for to actually come to fruition, that retirement income will increase and you'll have a better situation for yourself than just retiring on a fixed income. That allows you to pursue the purpose that you are envisioning for your retirement because at that point in time, you've got the money taken care of. I want to thank everybody for being on the show today. Uh, Teresa Arago from our West Little Rock office. Charlie Skinner drove up from uh, El Dorado, our El Dorado or South Arkansas office. And Chad Roller made that uh, tremendous journey across the parking lot uh, to the uh, Gen Wealth Marketing Department to record the show today as well. Thanks for everybody listening on the show today. Uh, we'll be back next week with another edition of the Get Ready for the Future show. The Gen Wealth Financial Team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 844-869-PLAN. The Get Ready for the Future show is a production of Gen Wealth Financial Advisors and opinions expressed are not those of this radio station and are for general information only. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment and no strategy can assure success. Gen Wealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIP. We'll